Hi, I'm Marty McKenzie with His Love Ministries. Welcome to the Least of These Podcasts. We reach out to those the world has forgotten. If you'd like to know more about us and how you can donate to help us fulfill our mission, go to hisloveministries.net. Thank you very much and God bless you. chapter 8 and we're going to finish up verses 21 to 30 today today as we look at John chapter 8 verse 21 to 30 kind of amazing because these people just still don't understand who Jesus is remember this whole book was written it says that these signs were written that we may believe that Jesus is the Christ and believe in We might have life in His name. That's the whole purpose of the book, is that we might be saved, that we might go to heaven. Uh, Remember the Bible says not everybody's going to make it to heaven, just those that believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. I know a lot of people think that they are, and I grew up just thinking one day that I would just start going to church, get married, and be be a good fella, and I'd... Go get married, live happily ever after, and go to heaven. But the Bible says you've got to believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou shalt be saved. I don't know how that misconception ever came about that you could just be a good person and make it to heaven. But the Bible says there's none good, no, not one. And so Jesus says in verse 21 of John chapter 8, Then Jesus said to them again, I am going away, and you will seek me, and you will die in your sins. Where I go, you cannot come. So the Jews said, Will he kill himself? Because he says, Where I go, you cannot come. And he said to them, You are from beneath, I am from above. You are of this world, I am not of this world. Therefore I said to you that you will die in your sins, for if you do not believe that I am he, you will die in your sins. Then they said to him, Who are you? And Jesus said to them, Just what I have been saying to you from the beginning. I have many things to say and to judge concerning you, but he who sent me is true, and I speak to the world those things which I heard from him. They did not understand that he spoke to them of the Father. Then Jesus said to them, When you lift up the Son of Man, then you will know that I am he and that I do nothing of myself. But as my Father taught me, I speak these things, and he who sent me is with me. The Father has not left me alone, for I always do those things that please him. As he spoke these words, many believed in him. One man says in this verse, there's four ways, four ways to die in your sins. And when Jesus tells them about talking about dying in their sins, He's talking about if you just keep living the way you are living, your sins are those things that you do that are wrong, but your sin, notice he says sins twice, but then he talks about their sin once, 
which is singular, and he's talking about their sin of unbelief. That is the unforgivable sin. I know people say you that it's suicide and all these other things, but the ultimate sin is not believing on Jesus Christ. And so Jesus wants to to tell these people, remember he's still talking to these Pharisees, and he just got through talking to them about the woman in adultery, and then he was telling them that he was the light of the world. He is the only truth, the real righteousness and holiness and purity, and only by him will you be able to see what life is really all about. Remember, we don't see very well when it's dark, do we? As soon as the light gets turned on, we can see. Jesus says, I am the light and I show you the way. And so as they finish up this section, they had tried to kill him. They tried to lay their hands on him because they were still trying to kill him because he said he was God. Well, he was God, but they didn't believe. And so he's going to speak to them one more time. Even though they keep trying to kill him, they keep talking mean and nasty and everything else to him, he's going to tell them one last time, hey, you need to come my way. You need to trust in me. As he gets through this section, Jesus said to them again, he said to them again, I am going away and you will seek me and you will die in your sin. Where I go, you cannot come. In this section, we're going to see this Four ways to die in our sins. To be earthbound or to be consumed with this world. We can be prideful. We can be willfully ignorant. We can be self-righteous. I don't know about here, but a lot of people think they're too good and they don't need God. They're going to make it to heaven on their own. I like some of these commercials on these TV commercials where these people have been in accidents and all these things. And they say... uh, I'm going to go talk to my lawyer and I'm going to get what I deserve. <laughs> you don't want what you deserve because <laughs> we all deserve death and hell. But Jesus is trying to tell them, and, and I'm speaking to y'all today through his word, that Jesus said he was going away. Jesus said that if I go, I will go and prepare a place and then those that know him will be able to go with him one day. And he says... They will seek Him. They weren't literally seek Jesus, but they would be still seeking that Messiah because remember the Jews still are looking for the Messiah. They still believe that He has not come. And many people are still looking for for another one to come, but Jesus has already came. He has already died on the cross for our sins, died in our place. He was buried. He was resurrected. We celebrated that a couple of weeks ago on Resurrection Sunday. And he tells them, you will die in your sin. And he says, if you don't believe, you're going to die in your sin. And where I go, you cannot come. They can't come because Jesus is from heaven. And these folks, they're not going to make it to heaven. And so the Jews said, will he kill himself? The Jews thought the worst sin was to kill yourself and the deepest, darkest place of hell was reserved for those who killed themselves. And it seems like that thing still goes on today. Everywhere I go, people ask me, you know, I minister some kids and they say, well, 
well, will you go to hell if you kill yourself? I said, well, only if you believe, only if you hadn't believed in Christ. I said, but that's not the smart thing to do, whether you believed in God or not. So, all you're doing is cut your life short and cutting out what God wants to do in your life. And he says, they say, well, he killed himself because he says, where I go, you cannot come. These folks are so self-righteous. They think they're headed to heaven, and Jesus, who is God, is headed to hell. That's bad, isn't it? I mean, when, when you think you're headed to heaven, and, and, and God's standing right there in front of you, and human flesh, and, and He's headed to heaven, and you think you're headed to heaven, and, and you're going to already judge Him and thinking He's going to hell. But Jesus said to them, You are from beneath... And I am from above. He says, I have a heavenly origin. You have an earthly origin. You are of this world. I am not of this world. Jesus has a heavenly origin. Therefore, I said to you that you will die in your sins. For if you do not believe that I am He, you will die in your sins. The ultimate result is if you continue to live the way you are and you never trust Christ, you die in your sins because guess what? Jesus is the only one who can pay for our sins, right? The Bible says that all of sin that comes short of glory of God, that's the bad news. The wages of sin is death. But the good news is the gift of God is eternal life. And all we have to do is say, God, forgive me. God, save me. Come into my life and change me. I want to go to heaven because of you. And he will hear and he will answer because he said, whoever calls on his name shall be saved. And so he says, therefore I said to you, you will die in your sins. And he says, because if you do not believe that I am he. And what Jesus is really doing right here, he says, when he says I am he, what he's literally doing is he's saying, I am the light of the world. I am the promised Messiah. I am Yahweh, Jesus Christ. I'm the great I am is what he's really saying here. And it's really all encompassed in this one verse that he says, I am he. And a little bit later in John eight fifty eight, he's going to say, you know, I am before Moses sent what lived. I, I am. I existed. And they're going to realize again he's claiming to be God. And here he says, unless you believe that I am he, that I am the light of the world, that I'm that promised Messiah, that I'm the, the self-existent one, that name Yahweh, that a lot of times people use the word Jehovah for, but because the Jews would not pronounce that name, but it is called Yahweh. And it means the self-existent one. He has always existed. And He always will exist. Because He is contained within Himself. He has no beginning. He has no end. When Moses said, Who shall I say sent me? He said, Say that I am sent you. And that's what Jesus says here. That I am that I am. He doesn't say it quite like He does in John 8.58. But that's what he's saying to them. You have to believe that I am He. I am. I am. I am Jehovah Jireh. I am Yahweh. I am the light of the world. And I am the Messiah. And listen to this crazy question they, they say. Then they said to him, 
Who are you? Can you imagine? He just got through telling them. He's been telling them for how many chapters and, you know, how many chapters in the Bible. And we don't know. We don't have all the records of how many times he told them who he is. But he's told them and told them and told them and told them. And still, they don't understand. They still don't believe because they're willfully ignorant. They don't want to believe the truth. You know, some people just don't want to believe the truth. Did you know that? Some people are just kind of hard-headed. And I used to say about one particular individual, if God came down and told them it was right, that they still wouldn't believe. You know, that's basically what's happening here. God came down and he's telling them and they still don't believe. And uh, some people just want to believe what they want to believe and they're not going, I don't care if you pull out the dictionary, you get 14 experts in that area, they're still not going to believe you. Jesus said to them, just what I have been saying to you from the beginning, verse 25. He says, what have I been saying to you since the very beginning? I have been saying that, that I am here since ever since the beginning and they still don't understand they still don't get it he says in verse 26 i have many things to say and to judge concerning you but he who sent me is true and i speak to the world those things which i've heard from him what i really think that is he is trying to tell them look you know i'm the messiah i am the one that was promised And man, if you just let me, I've got so much to say to you. If you would just be willing to hear and willing to understand and willing to believe, I have so much to show you, so much that you can understand, so much to to absorb. And you know, that's the way it is when you know Jesus Christ. If you know Christ, that there's just a relationship and, and God shows you things through His Word and He teaches you and and you have that sweet time of prayer and and it's just an amazing relationship because God, the one who created everything, wants to speak to us individually. And He's never busy and He's always got time for us. Isn't that amazing? That He came down to earth and lived 33 years in a human body so that we might go to heaven. That He did all that for us. That he might get the glory ultimately. But he did that because he loved us so much. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. And so Jesus says, look, I, I am who I said I was. Why, why do I need to tell you again? I've told you and I've told you and I've told you and I've told you. And it's really sad that these people don't believe that Jesus is who he says he is. And it's really sad today because... Many people don't believe that Jesus is who He said He is. They'll believe in Buddha or Muhammad or somebody else that you can go find their grave and they're still in it. But Jesus who went to the grave and up from the grave He arose with a mighty triumph for His foes. Him they won't believe because they don't want to. And many people won't believe Because they really don't want to change their lives. They really don't want to do anything different than what they've done. And so Jesus tells them in verse 27, or John tells us in verse 27, they did not understand that He spoke to them of the Father. See, He wanted to speak 
because he was God's representative. Remember, Jesus is God's message to us. In the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God and the Word was God. In the beginning, the Word was. It is. Always has been. And He came down and He, because He's God's Word, He wanted to speak to us and tell us these things. But they did not understand that He spoke to them of the Father. And then Jesus said to them in verse 28, When you lift up the Son of Man, then you will know that I am He. And He says that again, that I am He. He's saying that I am again. When you lift Him up, what's He talking about? When you put me on the cross. And that word, son of, that title, Son of Man, is that messianic title from, from Daniel, where Daniel describes that the Son of Man is going to come. That he's, remember, Jesus uses those terms. He's the Son of God and He's the Son of Man. What He's saying is He's fully God and He's fully man. He came as God in a human body. And he came that he that we that he might die on the cross for our sins, and they're going to lift him up that he might die in our place. He is the one that's to die in our place as the God Man, because only a a man can die in a place of a man. If somebody murders somebody tomorrow, you can't kill their dog in place of them. But the dog didn't do it; we did it. So we have to be punished. And then he says, when you lift him up, then you will know that I am he. And that I do nothing of myself, but as my father taught me, I speak these things. What happened when, when Jesus was on that cross? When the tombs opened up as he died? The sky got dark for about three hours. There were earthquakes. And people came up out of the graves and walked around. I don't know how long they lived after that period of time. But he, people were resurrected. They came up out of the graves and they walked around for a while. That's what it says when he died. And even the centurion said, Truly, this man was the Son of God. He says, When you put me on that cross, you're going to know. You're going to understand. You're going to know that I am He. And that I do nothing of myself. But He came and He did what the Father told Him to do. And He speaks these sayings. And he says, and he who sent me is with me. Notice too, many, many times in these sections of scriptures, he keeps stressing the fact he's from the Father, right? He tells them, he who sent me is true. And I speak the word of those things which I heard from him. And Jesus said, but as my Father taught me, I speak these things. He who sent me is with me. My Father has not left me alone. I always do those things that please Him. And He keeps talking about His relationship to the Father. That He is inseparably linked to the Father. And when we trust Christ, what happens? We become inseparably linked to the Father too. He keeps telling us about His relationship with the Father. He who sent me is with me. The Father's with him, the Father taught him, the Father sent him, the Father gives him all these things to say. The Father's not left him alone, and he always does the things that please him. And then he says, as he spoke these words, many 
believed in Him. Many believed in Him. And the question is, is have we believed? The Bible says, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved. You know, I talked a minute ago about dying in your sins. It says in Revelation chapter 14, verse 13, Then I heard a song from heaven saying to me, Blessed are the dead who die in the Lord from now on. See, you can either die in your sins or you can die in the Lord. That's the bottom line. That's why Psalm 23 says, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. I will fear no evil. Because see, if you're standing out there on the side of the road and a truck passes by and the shadow covers you, it might scare you a little bit when it comes by and the shadow kind of runs by you and you're like, what happened? You know, then you realize it was a truck. But is it better to get hit by the truck or to get hit by the shadow? The shadow, right? I mean, I don't want to get hit by the truck. I don't know about y'all. But, but that's what the Bible says. Those that know Jesus Christ will not die in their sins because Jesus paid for their sins. And it will be like the shadow because we will pass out of this world and we will wake up in the arms of Jesus. We'll be on the other side. We'll be with Jesus. And as we just got through singing... Uh, about the blood, it's power in the blood. And, and then we sang Amazing Grace. And when we've been there 10,000 years, we've no less days to sing His praise than when we first began. When we know Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, we don't have to worry about passing out of this world. I know the means, we don't necessarily like the means that we we may die in and it's not always fun and it's not always joy. Some of us just pass on and we're gone. One second, we, some people sitting there and next thing you know, they're asleep and they're in the presence of the Lord. When you know Jesus, there's nothing to worry about because when we die, we die in the Lord. And when we are there, then it will be a glorious day, right? It'd be a wonderful day. As we finish this day, let's sing uh, number, why don't we sing number 72? To God be the glory. Great things He has done. We'll sing that and then we'll end in prayer in just a few minutes as we finish this song up. Number 72. Hi, I'm Marty McKenzie with His Love Ministries. Please help us reach out to those the world has forgotten. Everyone we minister to is locked up in some way, shape, or form. Those in the nursing home facilities are locked up in bodies that do not work in a wheelchair or in a bed. We minister to children and youth who are locked up because of behavioral problems. Some have told us we want to have a real family because their parents have lost or given up custody of them. Other kids are locked up because they've committed crimes. We also minister to those locked up at the jails and the prisons, to those locked up in addictions, 
to drugs, alcohol, depression, and suicidal thoughts, to those locked up in a variety of other things that keep them from becoming who Jesus wants them to be. He came to give us abundant life, joy, and set us free. And these people that we minister to are not free. Our desire is to show them whatever their background, no matter what they've done, to see how much God loves them. We seek to help them receive forgiveness and freedom from their sin in Jesus Christ. We minister in the local area of Savannah, Georgia, and surrounding Effingham and Chatham area. We have recently expanded our ministry to the Lexington and Columbia, South Carolina area. We do over 2,000 services every year. We hope and pray that you will support us in some way that so we can continue our mission. Go to hisloveministries.net and click on the Donate Now button or send it via regular mail to Post Office Box 1881, Lexington, South Carolina, 29071. We hope and pray that you will do that. Thank you and God bless you. And you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. John 832.